Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. Yeah. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. Let's no. go seriously no. go down in flames. Hey, nitwits, it's Paul's I mean, Call. It's been six, seven months since I've been in here. And don't call it Paul's Stall either, Doug. I mean, that sounds, like, like, Paul that. sounds Stall. like the restroom. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. It's like my first day on the job over here at KLAL, you know, my high school radio station <laughs> back in the day. And boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, let's get a systems <laughs> check here. In fact, um, let's see. This button says, Doug. <laughs> and this button says, Wolf. Squirrel. Right. That's not funny. And, Wolf, if you're going to do that sound effect, you better wear the stinking gator mask over there. Are you kidding me? That's just, I mean, that's like a super spreader sounder effect you just threw out. And this button says, um, Walker Bueller asked about his tight pants. Uh, Walker Bueller's pants were trending on Twitter tonight. Mm. Um, Pray another time or place, Michael. Walker Bueller loses an NLCS game, and he's asked about basically his skinny jeans on the mound. You serious with that question? I mean, what in the Sam name of SpongeBob SquarePants is going on here? Where's me formula, Plankton? Once again, a real question that ends the press conference. Uh, Walker Bueller's pants were trending on Twitter tonight. Um, Pray another time or place, Michael. And he's only 26. Yeah. I was not yeah. that mature at 26 to answer it like that. Because uh, really, the translation really there is... And my answer is shut up. I mean, the last <laughs> time a media member made a big deal about pants, to my recollection, Doug... Nobody wears pants yeah. to camp. Right. We made Paul's call this morning. Burnsy ripped Doug for shunning shorts and wearing a pants combo to cards camp. Slider shoes. Yeah. And we ripped him for it. We made yeah. Paul's call this morning. But you know what? Nobody rips you guys except me. So we're back and we've got your back, Burnsy, with the sawed-off shotgun of sports. Oh! Sports takes and another pointed media question, this time in the Braves' Mark Melanson's direction. Mark, can you look at this as, yeah, you guys almost blew the entire lead, but can you look at it as, hey, we survived, and that's all the postseason's about. You showed something there in the end by against a team like that. I mean, you're up 2-0 now, however you got there. This media guy. Not just saying. He's saying, hey, Braves bullpen, you blew a big lead. You know that was a terrible mess. And, yeah, the media guy's trying hard to ask Melanson about it. I don't I mean, can you take a positive out of it, even though you blew most of that lead? You still love <laughs> too low. Blow lead. I don't. I don't really understand your question. There's speculation that maybe this guy was like a Howard Stern plant in there to ask a really pointed question because it just seemed inappropriate. Melanson's like, man, can you know? Can you maybe ask me about, I don't know, catching another home run in the bullpen? It's gone! Yeah. <laughs> Caught by Mark Melanson in the Braves' bullpen. Again. His second in two Stop games. It, I mean, Paul. that was ridiculous. Stop it. But again, not a ding is how this media guy just won't go away with the blown lead Q&A as the dude asked for a third time. Can you still take something positive out of this? You're still up 2-0 in the series despite you know blowing a big lead. Can you leave this thing feeling you know good that you survived this game? I think that's a terrible question. I'm not even going to answer it. And he's gone. That's so good. He gone. You survived. And by the way, I mean, Paulie, I don't do the... I don't do that during the pandemic. I haven't at least. Doug, you might want to get the <laughs> what just happened there. Doug, you you might want to get the Andy real Reed face shield at this point. Yeah. Speaking of interviews, guess who was on ESPN this morning? I think you got to have a clutch gene, and I think we have that as a team. Ooh. Stinking Ooh. Russell Wilson did it again there against the Vikings. 
This morning, by the way, Madden tweets out, welcome to the Madden 99 club, Russell Wilson. Uh, when the game's on the line, oh, up by seven, yep. down by four, whatever it may be, we find a way to win them. He's one of five guys in the Madden 99 club with like Aaron Donald and Stephon Gilmore, Mahomes. So uh, Every team yeah. has a personality. Never forget that, Paul. And the Seahawks have a clutch personality. In fact, NFL Films had Russell Wilson mic'd up right before he took the field for the game-winning drive. Here he is on Seattle's sideline. He's buckling his chin strap literally as they're getting ready to go out. I can't wait to see this drive right here. They already know what's going to happen. They already know what's going to happen. They already know. Let's go win this game. Let's go win this game. <laughs> you think that resonates? Yeah, that's pretty good right there, Paul. You think that confidence doesn't rub off on everybody on that sideline when you're going to take the field? So, uh, yeah, the Seahawks are 5-0. and Russell Wilson, 19 touchdown passes in five games. But on ESPN this morning, he was asked about the NFC West and unprompted, listen to where Russell's mind went. Every year, it seems like the NFC West is the best division in football. So, you know, we're used to uh, playing great teams. Obviously, Arizona's, you know, really special. Kyler's been balling and oh. uh, love to see him doing his thing. Yeah, the Rams. They're 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 playing yeah. great, like the Rams yeah. again. Yeah, like, whatever. I mean, somebody put the Rams number two in their power bowl. Are you kidding Russ me? This is just such a dude. I mean, uh, he's such a wait. Guy. Somebody put the Rams second in their yeah. power bowl. Yeah. Oh, they weren't prepared. <laughs> right. That yeah. was. By the way, that was regrettable. Not only are the cards competing with the Seahawks, I'm just about that action, boss. But now you guys are competing with Russell Wilson's new podcast. This thing on. He has launched the Danger Talk podcast because it's getting ready to be on. Here's Mr. Danger Russ. Danger Talk season one. We've had Shaq at the first episode. Uh, absolutely a, a, a amazing conversation. Then next was John David Washington talking about acting, playing ball, mm. being uh, you know the son of obviously Denzel Washington. Then we had uh, Randy Moss talking about you know being one of the all time greats, but how Bill Belichick basically cussed him out. Him and Tom Brady, you know, for okay. different reasons. Okay, all right, that's cool. I mean, it's a pretty good guest list. I didn't do it to be cool. Okay. Right. I didn't do it to make a statement. Let's just hope the new high flutin podcast and going all multimedia detracts from the quality of your football in two weeks. Russell Wilson. They suck in yeah. 2015. The only thing tougher. To really watch a witness, then Wolf more of that ball. Then Wolf singing Godsmack or chair dancing this morning to Ario Speedwagon would be Jose Knobloch. Ah, uh, Altuve pulls a ground ball to Altuve, who bounces a throw to second, past Correa into left field, yeah. and another throwing error on Jose Altuve. The name you never want to hear name is dropped by Buster Olney. I covered Chuck Knobloch in all of his years with the Yankees <laughs> when he went from being a borderline Hall of Fame candidate to having his career destroyed by the throwing yips. Uh It's excruciating to watch, Uh and there's no question about it. He's got the yips. You know, that throw last night, which was so pivotal, bouncing the ball past Carlos Correa. Not even close. What is going on? It's time once again for No Comprendo. So this weekend, the Cardinals going to board a flight for Dallas. Now in Australia, they're boarding flights again. All dressed up, literally nowhere to go. Qantas flight 787 to Sydney, now ready for boarding gate number 10. What do you mean nowhere to go? The flight for Sydney, it's boarding. The thing is, they're already in Sydney. That's the flight's origin and destination. What? Doug, these Australians are so anxious to travel during the pandemic. 
How anxious are they, Paul? So anxious that for this flight to nowhere... They sold out the flight to nowhere, dropping anywhere from 575 no. to nearly $3,000. No just way. to board a plane, fly around Australia, and come right back home. That's oh. not nowhere. That's no comprendo. How do you have that much time in your life? A 787 Dreamliner, typically used for long flights. They use it now to see the Sydney Harbor. You fly around. You see the Great Barrier Reef. Hey, look, kids. There's yeah. Big Ben and there's Parliament. The environmentalists hate it because they say it's uh, polluting the environment for just nothing and just going around. <laughs> and so, uh, once again, three grand to sit first class and fly around for a few hours and then land again. Psh, ain't nothing but three grand. Ah, that's Wrap it up. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Paul.